All right, welcome to TAB Storytellers. My name is Abby Paytobay. Uh, TAB stands for Teaching for Artistic Behaviors. It is a way of teaching art to students um, that started um, in the U.S. and has now got some international presence. Um, and I'm going to hand it off to my co-host to introduce herself and tell you a little bit more about Storytellers, the podcast. Jen? Thanks, Abby. So hello, everyone. My name is Jen Ferrari. And I'd like to welcome you to episode two of Tab Storytellers. Uh, this Tabcast is a space for us to hear stories about how folks found Tab, how Tab is being implemented in people's classrooms, and where we answer questions related to Tab. Um, and we're very excited that we have uh, a guest today, our very first guest. Um, and I guess I'll get right into introducing her. So. Uh, we have Jen Ranke-Zona, who is the current president of Teaching for Artistic Behavior Incorporated with us, and we look forward to hearing her vision for TAB um, and what is going on right now and just having a little conversation. So thank you so much for joining us, Jen. Hey, y'all. I'm so excited to be here. Um, Jen, uh, if you would just get started for our listeners um, on all of our different platforms, would you tell us a little bit of how you... Um, ended up teaching TAB. How did you find TAB? Sure, sure. So I'm a longtime art teacher. I think I have about 25 years in the classroom. Don't tell anyone I'm that old. But um, and about 12 years ago, I believe I I was just getting sort of I, I had a a, co- a colleague who called it itchy feet. I was getting itchy feet, and um, I was just sort of trying to figure out what my next step was. Um, Was I going to stay in the classroom? Was I not going to stay in the classroom? And I, on a lark, got to go to San Diego to the NAEA conference and went into a workshop that um, Kathy Douglas was presenting. And my my co-teacher was in another workshop that I believe... I believe Diane was teaching the other workshop that she was in and we met in the hallway and we were like, Oh my gosh, (laughs) this is, this is, this is what we've been looking for. And so, you know, sort of bought the books and took a deep dive. And over the summer, that summer flipped our entire art curriculum from a really pretty traditional um, teacher, teacher facing curriculum to a full full choice wrapped in tab um, curriculum from kindergarten through eighth grade. So I've been at the, at my school, I teach kindergarten through eighth grade. I've been there for 22 years. And so the past solid 10 have been a deep dive into teaching for artistic behaviors and giving, you know, my whole goal is to give my students the opportunity to see themselves as artists Um a lot of times no one's ever told them that they're an artist, even if they're really quote unquote, you can't see my, my air, my air quote fingers, but you know, even if people have told them they're good, sometimes that thinking like an artist is really difficult. So um, that sort of started my journey. And then I like a true recording tab, in progress, like a true tab um, participant and teacher, you know, I just, dove in and watch where my kids go. So, um, and then have always wanted to pass on, like in my, like y'all in my mind, every teacher, whether you're a PE teacher, a math teacher, a social studies teacher or a visual arts teacher, 
student autonomy and student voice is so incredibly important in the whole education process. And um, everybody should be a tab teacher. It's the future of art education. I think I think there's some transferability beyond even just art for some of these skills. Yeah, um, for sure. So how did you end up on the board? <laughs> it's a great question. Um, Kathy, Kathy Douglas and Diane Jaquith and um, Julie Toole put together, I think there had been, you know, I mean, TAB is a, gra- a grassroots movement. So moving from a grassroots, like everybody shares everything and you're trying to gather momentum and then the momentum had been gathered. So there had to be some sort of way to, I don't know, tame the beast so to say yeah so kind of pull everything together and so there was a core group of about I don't know I think there were about 20 of us that were on the first board of directors like the the wide ranging board of directors um and we met in Chicago years ago I'm gonna say like what four years ago four years ago pre-pandemic. So, you know, that's how I schedule my life now, pre-pandemic, post-pandemic. But, um, and, you know, they asked if I would be willing to serve on this board as a way to push tab forward and push tab out into more places and spaces. And of course I was like, duh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm totally in. And then, um, you know, just my passion around it took me to the level where um, Diane was like, hey, do you want to be president-elect? And I was like, what? I do have, like, have to be honest, there's a little imposter syndrome in there because I'm like, wait, what? (laughs) Really? You know, we go from Kathy Douglas was the first president, then Diane, and then Jen Ranke's Zona. Like, who the heck is this woman? Um, So, you know, but it's, it's been a really fun journey trying to get TAB to its next level. Which I think leads us right in. Um, <laughs> what is TAB's next level? What is your uh, vision? That's a good for question. Well, my vision is, you know, educational domination. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> but really, but really, hmm, um, I really want it's like the core of TAB is teachers, teachers teaching teachers, right? And there's that that crowdsourcing and that that beautiful community that happens with teachers who are like-minded and teachers who want to give their students an opportunity that maybe they didn't have as students. Um, And so in my mind, TAB is, it's this, I don't know, this delicate balance of keeping that grassroots teacher, for teachers by teachers, while also pushing forward into higher ed, into the places where the pedagogy is going to gain, I don't know, gain teeth that you're going to get into, into the mindset of future art educators. Um, And so that's, that's kind of my vision, like to create and craft professional development and opportunities for teachers to investigate and to mentor each other, um, and then push that into our classroom so that our students have these amazing experiences that, gosh, I wish I had had when I was, <laughs> when I was a, when I was a, a wee one, but, um, 
that's kind of my my idea, my vision of the future. My vision of the future of DAB is that it's it continues to be by teachers for teachers and and continues the organic sort of grassroots beginning while pushing forward to educational domination. <laughs> you know, I love how you talk about the whole grassroots movement because mm-hmm. For me, that is how I found TAB was mm-hmm. through just teachers talking to other teachers. And honestly, like I, I believe, and Jen, correct me if I'm wrong, I believe that TAB officially kind of kind of formed in 2001. But mm-hmm. I found that even like fairly recently, like the last five, six, maybe seven years, that's when it really started yep. to like gain momentum. And I really feel that there was a lot that um, like the social interaction online Mm -hmm. had to do with that. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm wondering what you think about that. And also, I know that there's a lot of um, opportunities now for professional Mm -hmm. development that happen online. Um, And maybe you could even talk about anything that might be um, offered for teachers that might be available. Yeah. Um, It's so, it's so interesting. It's such a, like technology is this beautiful sword. (laughs) Like, I don't know, like I love technology and it's, and it's awesome. And all of like so much of tab and so much of that community happens via technology because we're all over at this point in tabs history, we're all over the world, right? We're in China where, you know, there are tab teachers everywhere. And so to, you know, to keep that alive and well, that digital nature is really important. And it's, it's so time consuming, right? And so we, we hit a, we hit a, a sort of snag, not really a snag, but about four or five years ago, there was a lot of pushback. And there were people like the, the digital community was the highest percentage of the digital community was through Facebook. And then there were a lot of people for their own reasons that were leaving that that social platform, which I totally understand. And in a grassroots organization where most of your traction is in that community-based place, when people were leaving, like, how do you still get the information, right? And so the board of directors, we, you know, we hemmed and hauled and we really tried to figure out how to create a space that was here. This is going to sound sort of hokey, but it's sort of like a sacred tab space and Facebook just wasn't that for a lot of people. And, um, and so we created this tab community on a platform called mighty networks. And a lot of people are like, Oh great. Another platform. But what I love about it is that it's just tab. Like there's nothing else. Like I do not have to filter through political opinions. I do not have to filter through pictures of puppies and cats, which I love. But if I'm looking for how am I going to assess in my classroom, um, then I don't want to filter through all those things. So this, the Mighty Networks platform, which everyone who's listening should join right away, um, it really is an opportunity to just deep dive in a social a digital social platform only around art education and wow. teaching for artistic behavior. Um, 
You know, I actually really enjoy um, Money Networks also because like Facebook, you can network with people that are near you. Like yes. I can go into my account and see who geographically is mm-hmm. near me. So if I ever wanted to go and observe someone or meet them and talk about how they do tab and, you know, right. that's a great opportunity because then it's very easy for you to like locate these people. Right. Um, right. And you can also filter, I think, by topics of interest too. So if you're looking yep. for something specific like assessment or yes. um, advocacy, you can find posts that, that do that. So, right. And I think we've all had that moment where we've spent like, hours almost or feels like hours doom scrolling through just the tab facebook page to find that one post that you saw somebody in new mexico post about this really cool activity um and it just it sort of gets lost um and i think mighty networks really gives us an opportunity as a tab community to really zoom in on the essentials of teaching for artistic behavior and art education so as a person who, like, um, I remember like the Yahoo group before the Facebook group, kind of thing, <laughs> yeah. sometimes locating groups can be interesting. Mm-hmm. If somebody mm-hmm. wanted to find Mighty Networks, there's the app Mighty Networks, but to join the tab group specifically on that again, um, mm-hmm. they need to go to the teachingforartisticbehaviors.org website to launch that link. Is that correct? You can do it that way. You can, there's definitely on our, our website, which if you haven't, like, if you haven't been to our website lately, it's, it's revamped and beautiful and just chock full of amazing information. Um, but there's a, there's a link, a button where you can join our community and it'll take you straight to Mighty Networks and you just sign in with your email and, um, it's a free platform, um, so it's really back into that really beautiful group share kind of stuff. So, yep. Thanks. Um, I happen to hear also, I think, isn't the Institute now running through Mighty Networks? Yes. How exciting is that? So um, if you've had the opportunity to go to, um, teaching for artistic behavior and mass, mass art have partnered for the past, I don't know, like seems like a really long time. I want to say... 12, 10 years, maybe. I don't know. I would have to dig back through, but Kathy and Diane had a partnership with MassArt to create the Summer Institute. And it's just this, it's awesome, first of all, and just really an in-depth dive into teaching for artistic behavior um, and all, all levels of, of educators are welcome and it's just beautiful. And so then here again, we're going to time things pre-COVID, post-COVID, pre-COVID, awesome, great. Everybody flies to Boston. We live in the dorms at Mass Art. It's beautiful, and it's like art teacher camp, right? And then COVID happens, and so as many of us have done so many times, we had to pivot. We had to flex. We had to. We did cancel one year, and then the next year we went online, and we did it through Mass Art and through. Um, Google Classroom and stuff. But this year, we finally, as Tab Inc., are taking taking that ownership, and the Institute is running through our Mighty Networks platform. So if you sign up for the Institute, you still sign up through MassArt, but it runs through the Mighty Networks platform. Um, yeah, so it's really exciting to build courses, which is 
sort of the first step, I feel, the first step in really offering authentic, beautiful professional development for teachers wherever they are on our big, beautiful planet. Um, that it's just, I think it's just going to be really awesome. So it's our first foray into teaching courses in Mighty Networks. And I am here to tell you it is not our last foray. <laughs> So that's exciting. That's one of those things that um, I know comes up a lot is like, how can I learn more about TAB if I'm interested in this whole concept of the child is the artist and I mm-hmm. move from the role of being a teacher who's directing the instruction to being a facilitator for students to direct their own learning. Um, so mm-hmm. as people are looking for resources for that shift, Mighty Networks is a great place for questions as is and the resources there. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Institute is something that happens. I think you guys now run two sessions virtually in the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But where would you recommend? And, and it's super exciting to have professional development opportunities because there are some places mm-hmm. that are running choice kind of um, mm-hmm. curriculum or um, classes about choice. But mm-hmm. those are not from TAB correct? Those are ones that are not affiliated with TAB currently. Correct. So you guys will be producing your own content, specifically Mm -hmm. TAB related going forward, which is super exciting. Um, But before those courses are created, where Uh can people get more like some resources to teach themselves or some, where would you start if you were Mm -hmm. new? The first place I would start is the teaching for artistic behavior website. Because there's a, like the resources page on the website is amazing. Um, there's everything from your starting today to, okay, here's some, here's some um, research on why this pedagogy is really important and everything in between. So that's where I would first start um, in tandem with going to Mighty Networks. And what happens is, the beauty of TAB is that we're all, as TAB instructors, TAB teachers, TAB facilitators, we're all super passionate about that. And we want to give give that to everybody. Anybody who asks, like, yes, I'll, I'll sit on a call with you. Yes, I'll, you know, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, but on Mighty Networks, as Jen um, originally said, you can find people who are in your area and then um, actually have face-to-face meetings or lots of opportunities for people to mentor each other. And it's because it's such a beautiful community. A lot of people, if you just ask the question, like, okay, can we jump on a call together? Cause I'm really struggling with the fact that, you know, my studio looks like a bomb went off in it. Like, sure, we can totally do that because my studio looks like a bomb went off in it too. And let's, let's talk about how that is okay. Um, you know, so really, and another thing moving forward tab wise, like to create really good mentorships, mentorship programs with like hardcore tab teachers that have been in the classroom and have been doing it for a long time to then help mentor new teachers who are interested in it. So that's those are the two places I would start. And then on Mighty Networks, like we're just going to start popping in little classes here and there um, and it's just, it's just going to keep growing and growing and growing. So website and Mighty Networks. You yeah, can go so, to Facebook too, but. <laughs> well, you know, it's interesting. So now that the summer is upon us, mm-hmm. um, I know a lot of people will probably be taking a break 
from the screen or computers. Mm-hmm. And I know that I personally love a good book when I'm sitting out in nature, you know, by the beach or wherever I might be relaxing yep. and recharging my teacher brain. Do you mm-hmm. have any books you recommend? Um, well, I have like four. <laughs> so your, your old schools, um, you know, engaging, engaging learners by Kathy Douglas and, um, Diane Jaquith and, um, Oh, don't tell anyone I'm blanking on the, the name of the other one that Nan. Oh, it'll come to me in just a second. Um, I love, I currently teach in a K-8 school and I love, um, studio habits from the start. Um, it's really accessible. And to me, um, I can't see it. <laughs> learner directed. Oh, learner, yeah. Tab, learner directed. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, the, um, studio thinking from the start and studio thinking, I think they just came out with a third, um, edition of that, which I'm excited to get my hands on. Um, so those are my, those are my like go-tos because you can, and there's also just beautiful short text out there that people are writing the articles through, um, on the tab website or through their own blogs that are all linked in the tab website, that that's where you can really get those little small nuggets, I would say of, of awesomeness. Um, and then the open art room and making artists by Melissa Perti and Ian Sands are two. And it doesn't, they're both high school teachers and they're quote unquote, again, I'm air quoting their high school texts. Nope. I use them in my, in my lower middle school classes all the time. Um, so those would be my, those would be my big ones. I honestly, yeah, sorry. Those are my, those are my go-tos. Making artists is really, really awesome. Everybody should read that. Thank you. I love those recommendations. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I was going to mention also, I happen to know this because I am one of them, but tab also has regional, um, Mm -hmm. So if people were looking, you know, this summer to reach out, I know that, for example, I'm part of TAB Northeast, Mm -hmm. and we we facilitate um, regional professional development and times for us to hang out and talk and share things. So I think that's something that can be found on um, Mighty Mighty Networks or the website as well, if they wanted to join a regional area. Yes, for sure. And on the... The website is just such a really valuable resource to start with because there is an affiliates link in the website. So you can find the different regional groups and you can find who's who's in a leadership position within those groups and then who to contact. Um, so, yeah, the website. And I think if I'm not mistaken, there's like a big map and there are pins dropped or at least we had talked about that at one point. Um, <laughs> could be in my brain somewhere. But um, yes. And that's, and like tab has grown beyond its grassroots, right? But it still is grassroots. So the regional groups are so important because you, like, I can come give a presentation at your state conference or whatever, but then I'm going to go back to my state and I'm going to go back to my classroom. But if you're working and mentoring and collaborating with people in your area that are doing the same the same work or trying to figure out the same thing. Like that's just, that's 
you can't you can't replace that value of the person next door and being able to just say, all right, I'm coming to your school next week because I have a teacher work day and I just need to see how you do this. And um, that's the beauty of the regional groups. You can find the people around you that are doing the same thing. Absolutely. I love that personal connection. Yeah. This and especially get it, you know, because you're yeah. the institute and then you could do your regional things as well. So, right, right. And that's the you know, that's the hard part is as we've grown that personal, that that's one thing that I always go back to, like, we have to figure out as a community how to keep that personal, you know, that sort of touchstone, like that actual physical touchstone versus this, you know, we're in this digital world right now that I love slash hate. And, you know, the having the Institute online busts it open to so many people that couldn't access it before. So one of the, you know, one of the big core principles of TAB is that accessibility, right? Anybody should be able to get the information. Anybody should be able to go to the Institute. And then you have to, you know, we're in a capitalist society, so you have to make money and you have to, you know, you have to do all these other things. So, um, you know, growing to the point where we have these things, these big pillars of, things like the Institute, they have to be supported by regional groups. They have to be supported by that face-to-face, hand-to-hand interaction between art educators who are working on revolutionizing art education. So, I think there's also, I mean, so I know that there, and this is where the website comes in really handy, there are, like, so this Institute is virtual, but there are a handful of things happening throughout the year that are Mm face-to-face in person. So in Mm -hmm. January every year, Colorado hosts an institute, um, mm-hmm. and throughout the summer, I think there's Tabstock going on in Michigan. Mm-hmm. I think that St. Mm-hmm. Louis just had a professional development full workshop day. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah. I know that in the past, New Mexico has done things. Um, I mm-hmm. think there's a couple happening on the East Coast. Jen, is that right? Yeah, there's a Tab Camp that's yeah. supposed to be happening, mm-hmm. um, a beach day. There's lots of really fun activities mm-hmm. that get planned, so... And the other thing is that the regional leaders are always looking for other people who would mm-hmm. like to help out in planning these things. So, you know, if anyone ever yeah. wanted to, I know that reaching out and um, since it is that grassroots movement we've been mm-hmm. referencing, it's it's all about the people that are involved. So if anyone right. would like to get involved, I think that that's definitely something that people should do because that's how it's for sure. Involved. Right. Yeah. And, and all of those, all of those, like as people are crafting these um, professional development and get togethers and tab stock and things like that, that's all popping up on Mighty Networks as well. So like the website and Mighty Networks, you can really start to see how, how those face-to-face meetings are happening, where they're happening. And um, yeah, it's exciting. It is. Is there anything else that you feel that um, folks listening to this podcast would like to know from you while we have you? Oh, goodness. Um, (laughs) I just really, like, I owe Tab, like, I just have this debt of gratitude to Tab because I was ready to leave the classroom. I mean, I just was. and, And over the past three years as educators, like, we have just been through the ringer, right? And um, 
it's just been hard. You know, we care about students. We care about our classroom. We, we, we care about what's happening. And, um, it, you know, I just, the days that it was hard to go to school, I knew I was going to sit next to my artists and I was going to make art. And it, so for me, that debt of gratitude to tab finding it has kept me in the classroom and then has, you know, it's hard for me because, you know, we, as, as educators, we're, <laughs> we're also very humble. We don't think that what we do is that big of a deal, but it is a big deal, right? It is really powerful work. And in, in a tab studio, when a student realizes that they have voice and they have power within that voice, it becomes the safest place for most people in the school. And um, the fact that TAB has given me the opportunity to give that to my students is, I mean, that's, that's golden. That's, I can't, I can't replace that. And it's what keeps me in education and keeps me going because this pedagogy, this like crazy, like I went to a workshop and was like, oh my gosh, this is really cool. And then bam, 10 years later, I can't imagine anything different. And so like what I want to give to tab teachers is that, that permission to say like, this is, it is okay to create this beautiful environment that your students love. And Hey, y'all like, grownups usually don't like it as much as kids do right um but we know we're doing the work that our students need and we're giving them the place and space that they need and whether it's quote unquote gosh i've, I've realized that i talk with my hands a lot because i'm air quoting again but um you know we and now i lost my train of thought oh jeez okay <laughs> anyway well, so i just i just owe this beautiful debt of gratitude to tab for helping me find my teacher voice, which my teacher voice really was the voice that just needed to be silenced so that my students' voices could come forward. And it gave me the opportunity to do that. And um, I want every educator to feel that power and to feel that, not that power, like they have the power, but that power of what happens when you give that power to your students and the awesomeness that happens beyond that so that's what I want people to know like yeah wow that's awesome that's so powerful I know I was just thinking while you were sharing that I was like oh my gosh it completely and then I was thinking how you were saying about how it keeps us as teachers in the classroom I mm -hmm. used to teach high school prior to this and this keeps kids in the classroom mm -hmm. too like they yeah. want this they need this you know mm -hmm. and everything that you were saying i think is um very true especially in terms of like the social emotional learning and things yeah. that we really need especially now after post-pandemic right yeah and i just i realized uh, midway through this past this year that we're just concluding um it wasn't that my standards that you know my assessment was wasn't important and all the things that we have to do as educators but I kind of put everything to the side to let my students be because they needed that. And that's what the beauty of tab for me is that I can, I have such raw knowledge of who my students are because they're willing to share that with me because I've created the safe space. And, um, and then like, I, uh, don't tell anybody, like, don't tell my academic Dean that I was like, 
if you can't make the deadline, you can't make the deadline. Like I know stuff is hard right now. And that's, that's just really kind of beautiful that I could do that. And, and I'm still like, we're still everybody, every time teacher is cranking out some really high powered critical thinking thinkers out of your classroom. And they don't even know sometimes that they, that they, they're learning all that because it's just this beautiful environment where they can be. I think that as we finish up the school year, some of us like myself have finished already and you just finished and Jen Mm -hmm. Ferrari is almost finished. Last week, I know. It is amazing how my classroom with tab is different than before I had tab because I have Mm -hmm. students engaged to the very end and they're not checking out Mm -hmm. early. They're making as long as the materials don't get packed away in a cabinet for cleaning. Mm -hmm. They're making to the last minute. And that's that's something that I think is very powerful, speaking to the benefits of why you have a cloud tab classroom. Right. And it's I mean, it's it's just wonderful. And that last week of school, I know my last week I had kids in and out of the studio all the time. And because of tab, I've it's an open studio so kids can come when they need to come. Um, and it's, I mean, it's awesome. Awesome. Very powerful. Everyone should do it. (laughs) Um, as we wrap up this second episode, audition, whatever, whatever these are called, uh, tabcast. Um, thank you so much, Jen, for joining us, um, and for serving, uh, tab Inc as a whole, um, because, we are incredibly grateful for your leadership um, as oh, you, you are in historic turning points on where we're headed. <laughs> um, and so we're grateful for your leadership in that direction. Um, and thank you all so much for putting this together. And the the idea around tab teachers telling their stories is so powerful. And it, it gives everybody a little bit of a, a foothold in how to move forward in their thinking. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much again, Jen. Um, Well, I think we're just about ready to wrap it up. Yes, Abby? Yeah. So uh, we will be seeing uh, you again, or not seeing you, but with you again through our next tabcast, uh, hopefully next month. Um, And anything else we should let everyone know? Find us on all your favorite platforms and definitely check out Mighty Networks. Yes, please do. And the and please everyone enjoy and rest and recharge this summer as well. And we look forward to sh- speaking with you next. Awesome! Thanks, y'all. All right. Thank you. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. <laughs>